2: Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to your life. What? Yes, it is an incredible day today. We've got a great show for all of you out there tuning us in, turning us on. First, let me give a shout out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr.
3: B. Hi, Pat. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was having a welcome counter. I think I got seven on that first intro.
2: It was really good. That was. That was. Did you get seven? Did I, you get seven? I know I that. have a record, but I'm not really sure what <laughs> it is at this point. A, after but the show, I know, I, I know at one point we had a little wecker. a little wecker.
3: A <laughs> See, that's what happens. See what happens. Mm-hmm. We got a little record.
2: Right. Uh, oh my gosh! I'm bringing me. I'm bringing me back. I'm bringing my back, Benny. I'm bringing me back to me childhood. This is how you start out. Of the show today. when speaking was a luxury for me mm. if you're me and you grew up as a kid you pretty much stuttered and were pretty much called every name in the buck if you can even remember Ooh. that yes uh that would be me but that is not me now why because i changed my story i changed my life i'm changing it as we speak i have removed the guilt the shame i have changed my beliefs i have been able to see beyond illusions. Everybody still with me right there?
3: I was giving you the dramatic pause. Because if it's an illusion, do we really see it or do we not?
2: Well, that's why we have a guest today that's gonna talk about this. And let's that's welcome why him, yeah. I know it, I know it. David David and Cowan joining me here today, seeing beyond illusions, freeing ourselves from ego guilt and the belief in separation. But you know what? This is probably something I'm quite familiar with, not seeing beyond the illusions, but living in the illusion. And what happens when we do see beyond the illusions? What then can we look at in our lives? That's why I'm so, I'm so thrilled to have him joining me here today. You know, David is a biofeedback trainer, teacher in spiritual communication and the art of dowsing. But he's also a counselor, alternative health practitioner and trainer. You know, he lives in a place that my uncle lived in for many years, a beautiful place, Boulder, Colorado. Um, But as many of us know, the snow just keeps on giving (laughs) to everybody. Snow right right now this year, for those of you out in WBLQ, I know you're going to be sending me a little Skype message. Snow is the gift that keeps on giving this year for most of you. Uh, But I must say, right here in the Pacific Northwest yesterday, last night, I looked up at the stars, and I saw them. I looked up at the moon, and I saw it. I looked up at the constellations, and I saw them. In March, in the Pacific Northwest, miracles do happen when we see beyond illusions. David, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here.
1: Thank you, Dr. Pat, uh, and I love your energy.
2: <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't mean to joke about the snow, but we have station in um, Westerly, Rhode Island. And so we, we broadcast as two flagship stations that go out to many other stations. But one is in the Pacific Northwest here in the greater Seattle area. The other <laughs> one is in Westerly, Rhode Island. And, you know, it used to be kind of funny to kind of joke about the snow, but it's not anymore. People are like, yeah. no. This is mm-hmm. not f- yeah, fun Big changes. anymore, Big changes but on chatting on with you is fun. So are you having snow in Boulder?
1: Yeah, and it's, uh, it's uh, kind of unusual that we get this much this late in the season. But, you know, as far as all that goes, all bets are off. We're in a transformation now. The whole planet is rebooting. So we just, you know, take it day by day and be thankful for the blessings that are coming along with being here at this time.
2: I love what you just said. I love this because I, 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 okay, we are feeling the reboot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And someone said to me the other day, you know, what is going on with you, man? You know, we're listening to your show. You've been doing this 13 years. You're more inspired and fired up than you've ever been. (laughs) And I thought to myself, I am. Tell me a little bit if we could how you would talk about that from a reboot point of view. Because I love that you just said that. And, you, you know, I hope you heard me talk about my life. I lived in the illusion most of it. But tell me about the reboot.
1: Sure. Actually, uh, referring to my first book, came out in 2011. It was called Navigating the Collapse of Time. And I really uh, delved into that whole subject, you know, of the grand cycles of time that are culminating right now. And the many different facets, uh, wherever you look, whatever dimension you address, uh, you cannot help but, uh, but perceive that we are in a time of transition, a time of birthing. Uh, and so there are many, many different factors driving this. On the physical plane, which of course most of us are quite affected by, uh, the changes in the sun are the primary driver of what's going on on planet Earth as far as the weather changes, you know, the tilting of the Earth and this, and the other types of physical changes, the Sun itself is transitioning from a yellow star to a white star, which is a natural you know, developmental process for stars. But that in itself is also being triggered by the Sun's recent alignment with the galactic center. When the Sun, every 30 million years, crosses over, it goes around the galaxy kind of like a warped record, if you can imagine a wavy kind of a motion. And at every thirty million years, our sun crosses the horizon or the, uh, you know, the, the plane of the galactic center, and we have a direct contact with that energy coming from the center of the galaxy. We're in that energy now, and history has shown that when we enter this period of transition, dramatic changes happen on all levels right down to the very DNA so yeah we're in the soup and it's a very exciting time to be here Uh, on another uh, level that I also talk about in the new book is that we are also at an opportunity here on the planet to witness firsthand a phase transition of the entire species from a Mm. sense of ourselves as individuated cells Uh, to a unified being, waking up to the fact that we are truly expressions of the same mind, if you like, or consciousness. And it's in that recognition of our essential unity that we're going to put aside the problems of this world and begin to build a new one.
2: Well, I want to talk with you about that because there's so many things I want to talk with you about. But first of all, David, I, I so appreciate you. And thank you for taking time out of your very busy day to join us here on the show. Um, you, you know, for many people, and this is really where I want to go, we'll probably get to chat before break, but then we'll come back and talk about it. You know, one of the things that I love, about, you know, thinking about you, thinking about what you've done, thinking about what you're talking with people about, is this ideas of, idea about waking up, this idea about freeing ourselves. And I wanted to chat with you about how this manifests and show up. So let me give you an example. All of a sudden, something is changing here on our team and what we're doing. You know, we have a plan and been working on it for about a year to not simply redo what we're doing, but to launch a whole new website, new technology, the expansion to eight networks, eight channels, you know, things like that. And people have said to me, you have lost your mind. you I mean, nobody does anything like that. You're never going to be able to get the technology to work. Uh, what are you doing? Why are you doing? And, and I just... And it's kind of like when you talk to me and Jessica and Linda, we don't think it's weird. What do you think is wrong? Are we like, you know, is it something in the water we got over here or is it a sense of what people are really wanting to bring forth?
1: Well, if if our minds are our greatest limitation, then losing oh. our minds is a wonderful thing. <laughs> and uh, you know, we're all <laughs> we're all sensing the same energy. It's coming from within. Uh, we're seeing it reflected in the changes around us, but the change itself is a pressure that's building from within our very heart, and it's it's a desire to expand, to grow. It's you know it's that that old cliche of the um, caterpillar uh, becoming a butterfly, you know, and we're we're feeling the need to expand out of this shell uh, that we've created, this false image of ourselves as separate and suffering, uh, and it's an undeniable force of life it's the resurrection itself that is trying to express through us and it is undeniable we can put it off we can pretend it's not happening but we cannot prevent it again it's it's a birthing and every birth has a has a an appointed time where it's it's going to happen there's nothing you can do about it uh and uh, you know up until that point there's a lot of uncertainty there might be some mm-hmm. terror there might be some pain but nevertheless the process itself must complete And it's attempting to complete through each and every one of us. It's having an easier time, however, if we recognize and allow this to happen. If we think that these changes that we're going through from the inside are happening to us, from the world around us, from our relationships, from our situations, we're going to have a much harder time taking responsibility and cooperating with the process.
2: Wow, you know, uh, when we come back, you know, I want to talk with you about what this truly means in our lives. What the what this is that's happening to us when we when we truly do wake up. You know, mm-hmm. what happens to us in the world that we live in. What's possible, and how does healing now take on a a new level of energy and becomes a new paradigm? How mm-hmm. do we do this? And And at the same time, recognize that we've created possibly our own problems. Well, I got a lot of questions for David because he's written a lot about this in the book. When we come back, we'll be telling you how to find out more about David, how to find out about the book and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show.
0: Do you want to transform your life's trauma and challenges into the gift that your life was meant to be? It's time for you to take control of your soul journey to heal, grow, and shine. Manifest your destiny with Wendy Wolf, soul transformer, energy, and psychic healer. To start your soul journey, contact Wendy at healgrowshine.com or email Wendy at wendy at wendyrwolf.com. And start your adventure today.
5: Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance.
6: Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's Top Dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com
5: Here we are, still together, we are. Wow
2: everybody welcome back So great to have you all tuning us in, turning us on. So for more information about us, go to thedrpatshow.com. You could go to transformationtalkradio.com. We've got some incredible things planned for all of you. I want to give a shout out to Mr. Benny, of course. And I want to give a shout out to our friends across the prairie, WBLQ. Thank you, Chris and the team over there. And boy, I know you're buckling things down to get ready for, I don't even know what the name of this snowstorm is, but uh, yeah. Just let us tell you the sunshine is on its way. Do they the name them like hurricanes? They should. Yeah. There would be a yeah. lot
3: of naming though, I guess, especially There would this be season. a lot of
2: naming. Yeah. I don't yeah, it's just like, like Bertha. here we go. You know? Here we go. All right. Uh thank you. David is joining us. David, David Ian Cohen. And am I saying that right, Ian Cohen? Because everybody does. My friend Elise, his son's name is Ian. So I say Ian. Is that Did I get that right?
1: You got it right, and it's Cowan. Uh
2: Cowan. Well, that's Cowan. Mm -hmm. Boy, like Simon. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Yes, thank you so much, David. Before we get going here, please tell folks the best way to find out more about you. Find out about the book.
1: Sure. Uh, Our home website, I say our because my wife and I uh, are Blue Sun Energetics. That's the name of our business. And Mm. our website is bluesunenergetics.net. And from there, people can see uh, links to find uh, this book. Seeing Beyond Illusions is on Amazon right now. So I would perhaps, if people are interested in looking at it for themselves, either in print or in uh, Kindle form, just to go directly to Amazon.com and and search the title. But uh, yeah, Blue Sun Energetics is our home site. And we have a couple of other linked websites with the different services and classes that we offer. But that's a great way to connect. And uh, also, you can get information there how you can connect with us directly.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Um, You know, I wanted to talk about a couple of things, you know, for sure. And I mentioned some of them before the break. You know, I was referring to, you know, this idea uh, of how we create our own problems, why we do this, and so forth. But then, you know, I came and and this is related. You know, I came across something when I was reading the book, you know, and something you say. And, you know, what you say here are beliefs are a substitute for knowledge. And I said to you during the break, I read that and even reading it again, I have brain freeze. Right. I, I mean, I can I can literally feel myself attempting to comprehend that. Beliefs are a substitute for knowledge. But then, of course, you go on. And I want to talk about that with you because, sure. you know, I think it is such a fascinating invitation for us.
1: Indeed. And I have to clarify, of course, what I mean by knowledge in that context. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, in the world, generally, we speak of knowledge as knowing about things or having specific data on a certain subject. I'm talking about knowledge as experience. For example, if you went into the jungle with a, a jar of strawberry jam and you met someone who'd never tasted it in their entire life, you could talk to your blue in the face and give them all kinds of beliefs about strawberry jam, but it means nothing to them until they have a taste. So mm. beliefs are our thoughts about experience. And very often the beliefs that we hold aren't even based on our own experience. They're secondhand. They're given to us by our parents, by our culture, by our teachers, and we take them on as if they're our own experience. However, when we have an experience, we have true knowledge. And whatever that experience is about, going back to the strawberry jam, I no longer have to have a belief about that. I've tasted it.
2: Mm. You know, and, and for people that are thinking this, though, and listening to the show, you know, there's a depth and a breadth to this right Mm -hmm. there's a depth Mm -hmm. and a breadth to this but then it leads to the conversation about the illusion and what Mm -hmm. the illusion is
1: Mm -hmm. well the illusion is simply our thoughts about our experience here in the human Mm -hmm. form on planet earth and we project onto our experience much like uh you know if you think of the world as a movie screen uh and your mind is the projector so our thoughts our ideas again many of them aren't our even our own they're handed to us. We take that idea and we project it onto the world, and we create what we feel is a reality. It's more like a dream, however, in that that reality is always changing. It's subject to constant change and interpretation based on your, you know, your point of view, etc., and your experiences. So the question is: is if the world and our interpretation of it can change so easily and so readily, is it essentially solid? Is it essentially real? Or are we just doing our best, making it up as we go?
0: Hmm.
2: You know, there's a comment that I made earlier about problems and about what we what we create and what we don't. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes comes from Einstein. And, you know, many people um, have not really read the whole quote or the meaning behind the quote. You know, when he talks about solving the problem. And you know, how problems, you know, cannot be solved, I'm gonna paraphrase, can it be solved at the level that they were created. Mm-hmm. And, you know, many people think, oh, this is Einstein talking about quantum physics. Well, maybe he is, but that's not the full, you know, writing. And he, he has talked about, you know, he's talked about science and spirituality more times than any scientist I've ever known. Yeah. And so I wanna talk about that for a moment because we do try to solve problems at the problem at the level they were created. We try really hard. Sometimes we try our an entire life to do yes. that, don't we?
1: And notice that when we do, we may solve the problem we were focused on temporarily, but we've simply revealed a whole new set of problems. And this has to do with the nature of the mind itself. This is one of the great contributions of the Eastern philosophies to this world, is pointing back to the mind and its state, as the cause of our experiences and even our problems. So a problem is simply an interpretation by a mind that is caught in what I call duality, or the belief in the coexistence of opposites. In other words, uh, on the thinking level, we we constantly compare one thing to another, or we deal with the conflicts of of opposites. I mean, from the moment you wake up, You're dealing with, do I'm going to be happy or sad? Do I wear a white shirt? Do I wear a green shirt? Do I have this for breakfast or that for breakfast? And it's constantly pulling our attention, this whole sense of opposites and duality, to be making decisions around, you know, what path do I seek? Where do I go with this? This state of duality projects a world of conflict, a world of problems. Mm -hmm. And so if we're looking at those problems from that state of mind, Yes, of course, we'll, we'll simply create another situation or condition where we have to make another choice between the two, two sets of opposites or opposing ideas. There's another level of mind, however, that is not preoccupied with duality. And this level of mind isn't necessarily conscious. The model I like to, to use uh, and that we use in our talks is mm-hmm. that of an iceberg. And if you think of the tip of the iceberg, that part above the surface, It's out there in the sunshine, and it's up there on the surface, and that's our thinking mind, okay? It symbolizes the thinking mind. It thinks it's all there is, because it cannot see below the surface. When that thinking mind looks at the surface, it only sees its own reflection, so it assumes this is all there is. And yet there's an entire vast body of mind beneath the surface of our awareness that is also operating, but on a completely different level. And this level of mind, which I like to call the superconscious mind, is also connected to all other seemingly separated icebergs in the same ocean. So you could say that this is the level of mind that connects us all or that operates in a quantum realm where there is no separation. So that's the basic duality of this life, is that part of our mind is focused on this experience of duality and separation, and the other part is resting silently in the knowledge that it is one with all that exists.
2: Mm. You know, um, I want to talk about a couple of things and there's so many that I could talk with you about. Um, but I want to ask you a question about, about you, David, and, and about your journey. You know, I, I'm, often, I, I'm, often, um, I'm often really taken by what happens when someone says yes to their lives and says yes to a calling such as this or says yes to writing a book like this. You know, so my question is, you know, how has your life changed? How has it been shaped by now your level of awareness and awakening in writing about this and teaching about this? You know, how has this changed you?
1: Well, in a sense, that's a great question. I've never really thought about that. But in a sense, I had no choice.
7: Mm. You know, these,
1: these ideas express themselves, as I mentioned earlier, from within. And there have been events in my life that I've chosen to go with rather than resist, uh, turning points, you might say, that I I just chose to recognize that on in some level, the hand of the divine is at work here because I don't know what the heck's going on. Uh, and I know that uh, from the conscious mind's level, I could have interpreted these events as terrible, as, you know, uh, disastrous. And yet part of me, and, and maybe that was just my... Uh, you know, fortunate sensitivity to that deeper level of mind. But part of me reassured me that everything is okay, and we're on a journey here that cannot be denied. I also have to say that my life has largely been inspired by dreams. At certain Mm. points, turning points uh, in my life, I've I've been given a dream that really is of a different quality than a normal, you know, everyday dream. And those dreams, the images in those dreams, and the Uh, the appropriateness of those dreams has continued to guide me. You know, Carl Jung, the the psychologist, did a a lot of work on dreams. and Of course, Freud did as well. Freud called them the royal road to the unconscious. And so if we pay attention to that level of mind, sometimes we get clues from the superconscious, uh, trying to break through and get our attention when we're not busy being distracted in the world and in our everyday lives. So dreams have been a big factor for me. But uh, it's it's kind of like when you understand something on a certain level, you realize there's no going back from this. I can never deny what I have been shown. And so all you can truly do is live by that, express it. And I find the more that I'm given opportunities to share these insights through the writing, through the teachings, etc., the more they become tangible to me. So my uh, Purpose, I suppose, is to share what I've given, been given, so that I can receive more of the same.
2: I love it, uh, David. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to give away a copy of the book. But also for those of you out there, we're also going to talk about what does it mean to recognize reality, mm. and you know how does that then lead us to look at the relationships in our lives? You know, what is it about these relationships that can be so absolutely horrific? And yet at the same time, so significantly important in our soul's journey. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show.
7: Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub make sure to add positive emotions to your counterbalancing thoughts. I know that feeling positive and compassionate towards yourself can be a huge challenge, especially when you're struggling with anxiety. Therefore, it's helpful to imagine that the main source of your negative self-talk is a younger part of your mind, which is just playing old tapes and repeating outdated protective programs you will notice how much easier it is to speak in a calm, reassuring, and comforting way when you visualize addressing an inner child. By counterbalancing your negative thoughts with kindness and compassion, you automatically shift your consciousness and attitude from I am powerless to I'm taking charge.
3: A retreat to open your senses and heal your energy. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy Wolf for amazing Astra allies. April 30th through May 2nd in the beautiful Methow Valley. Open to more of your astral experiences. Learn intentional dreaming and receive astral body healings in this serene setting. This retreat is almost full. To register now or learn more, call 206-931-7356 today.
4: The innate healer relies upon us to assist in this healing process. Our role is to identify its needs, provide the substances required for the healing, and remove the obstacle. Contact us to achieve optimal health at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. It's great to have you all tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you so much. For more information about us, go to the Dr. Pat show or go to Transformation Talk Radio. Pretty soon you're going to see a lot of things change in there. If you want, if you, if you kind of want to take a sneak peek, you know, uh, go take a look at our little beta site that's up there, the transformationnetwork.com. Uh, not everything's going to be working on it, but you know, you can, you can just feel the vibe going on over there. Uh, Click on the little radio icon at the top and you'll get a sneak preview of the channels. And again, remember, we are in the process of launching these. But, you know, we'd love to have you take a look. Let us know what you think. Um, And also joining me here today. David, can we take a minute before we give the book away? And again, please mention the website and let folks know how they can find out more about you.
1: Sure. And uh, again, bluesunenergetics.net. Is our home website and there you can meet myself and my lovely wife and see some of the classes we're offering we also do personal sessions over the phone or Skype around the world and we also do uh, a number of other things like our uh, streaming video classes in dowsing as well as we have a course called soulful communication which is particularly uh, wonderful for couples to really learn to connect and to communicate on a deeper level and that class is actually starting up in a few weeks. So more information about soulful communication is also on net. Wow. Um, I,
2: I wanted to thank you for joining us. And we have a copy of the book, Benny, which I'd love to give away right now. Um, first caller, for those of you out there, 1-800-930-2819. one 930 2819 Seeing Beyond Illusions. We'd love to give a copy of the book away. Um, you know, David, before we went to break, I, I, I mentioned that, you you know, one of the things that I've read in the book is, you know, this conversation about recognizing reality and, Mm -hmm. and what that means. And, you know, when I went to the chapter to read it, I thought, oh, okay, this is going to be about blank. And it wasn't. And as I went through, I started to think about some of the things you said, but most importantly, I started to think about relationships and so i'd love for you to talk about the connection between us recognizing reality and mm-hmm. the importance of relationships
1: mhm mhm well reality of course ultimate reality is beyond discussion because mm-hmm. as soon as we lay a label on it we have carved out a little piece of that reality and and separated it and true reality is is one one with all things one with the with the cause of all things so the best way to relate to reality is to recognize what is not reality, hence the title of the book, Seeing Beyond Illusions. And mm-hmm. illusions are simply those things that we attach meaning to, that ultimately, through our experience, that meaning lets us down, it dissolves us, and we become disillusioned. Now, it's interesting that when you say disillusioned, for most people, that's a negative. Oh, I was so happy, and now I'm disillusioned. And yet, if you look at the word itself, you're, you're releasing an, an illusion. And what is an illusion but a fantasy? It's not real. It's not true. So recognizing reality is more a pattern of recognizing what is not reality and being willing to let that go. As we let go of the attachment to our illusions of ourselves, which you could say is summarized by the concept of the ego, then reality rushes in to take the place of that illusion. But that reality is so intangible. It's like turning light on in a room. It's very hard to describe the light itself, but you see what it illuminates. So our life begins to illuminate in a new way as we let go of the illusions based on our belief on the separate self. And this is where relationships provide an ideal mirror moment by moment to our state of mind and what the illusions may be that we're harboring in our unconscious beliefs. So when I have a relationship with someone, what I'm really experiencing is not that other person. I'm experiencing my image of that person in my mind. And I know that's a fine distinction, but the difference is if I believe I'm experiencing you as a separate being, then I'm casting myself as separate from you. And this creates a very deep state of anxiety because separation, of course, is an anxiety-causing state. And yet Mm -hmm. if I recognize that when I'm in conversation with you, I'm really in conversation with myself through the image I hold of you in my mind, but also I begin to see you as another version of myself, again, sharing that same deeper level of mind as one. And I begin to connect with you on a level that's much deeper than the content of our conversation That's like an inner, almost intangible recognition that there's only one of us here having a conversation with themselves. So relationships offer an ongoing opportunity to mirror to us the state of our own minds. Once we take that responsibility for our experience, then we realize that we have choices, whereas before we may have been operating on automatic pilot or conditioning or beliefs. Once I have a choice, As to how to respond to you, how to see you, how to perceive you, I can begin to change my experience of you, and thus I begin to change my experience of myself. And we've found that the greatest key to self-healing through relationship is through the offering of true forgiveness. Wow. Um Wow.
2: I want to talk about forgiveness for a minute because I want to talk about forgiveness a lot, actually. Um, you said something interesting. You said true forgiveness. I think forgiveness is one of these, these words that has a concept behind it that t- starts to take on different meaning for different people. You know, there is, you know, forgiveness. Whenever you say the word, there are people that cringe. And most of the time they cringe because there is an understanding of the word, the concept, the idea, and the action that isn't necessarily uh, the true meaning of forgiveness. And so, you know, I'd like for, you know, for you to share what true forgiveness means to you.
1: I'm glad you picked up on that, because, Mm -hmm. uh, again, if there is such a thing as true forgiveness, then obviously there must also be a false forgiveness. Right. And the the false forgiveness is the forgiveness uh, from that level of mind, from the problem maker, uh, from the ego mind which really doesn't want to let go of the hurt it really doesn't want to let go of the form of the of the offense uh so false forgiveness looks at what was done what you did to me for example and then attempts to overlook it out of a sense of almost moral superiority you know you did this to me i'll never forget but you know i'm going to take the high road and i'm going to forgive you that really just glosses over. I think I used the analogy in the in the book as cheap paint. You know, it looks like it's covering the wall, but pretty soon the wall starts to show through it. True forgiveness is the recognition that my ideas, my judgments, my beliefs, my fears about you are illusions. They are based on the false precept that we are separate and that we have the power to change, how can I say, through conflict. Uh, so, True forgiveness is the overlooking of the initial experience of separation that set up this illusion in the first place. And I really can't discuss this without going into uh, some metaphysical precepts based on my understanding of A Course in Miracles. In A Course in Miracles, it says that we all, all, uh, before the universe, we all existed as one in the state of perfect union with the cause of all that is. And you can call that God, you can call that Allah, it doesn't matter because this being doesn't care what you call it. But a thought arose in that state of perfect oneness of, gee, what else is there? Is there anything more than this? And because of who we are as one with that that creative uh, force, you might say, that thought was given enough power to literally create this universe. So the Big Bang, as most physicists now agree, must have been the result of an idea. That's the only thing that could explain what happened at the Big Bang was there was an idea. And the idea was, what is it like to be separate? As, um, we, as we burst out into this experience of separation, our first reaction was horror. Oh my God, what have I done? This is terrible. This is nothing like the oneness I just left behind. And so we fell into the illusion that the universe of separation actually happened. Now, here's the kicker. And I ask this question of everyone Mm -hmm. listening right now. Is it possible that anything could have separated from oneness and oneness still be oneness? And if that's not possible, what that means is that all this is still happening within a larger context of oneness. In other words, the universe didn't happen at all. It was merely a dream. And the thing about dreams is when you're in them, when you're asleep, and you're having a dream, no matter how weird or bizarre it gets, to you, you call that reality. It's only when you wake up from the dream, you realize that nothing happened at all. And that is our opportunity in this dream universe, is to wake up to the fact that it wasn't possible for me to leave oneness. Therefore, I'm still there, and this is the illusion.
2: Wow! You know, I want to take a short break, uh, and when we come back, David, I want to I want to ask you about um, what what the sense of expectation might be for two things. One, when we truly forgive. And two, when we change a perspective, when we change a story, because, you know, when I think about forgiveness in my own life, I think about the stories that I've had to change. Uh And I just think it's a little chicken and an egg question for me at the moment. Did I change the story and then forgive Or did forgiveness come first? I can't wait to hear what you've got to say about that. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the show.
0: What if there was no right or wrong way to be a great parent? Join Access Consciousness Facilitator Glenna Rice as she and Dr. Pat invite you to be the questionable parents you truly are and empower you to know and give the awareness required to create ease and joy with your children. Join Dr. Pat and Glenna as they focus on parenting for the modern family. Tune in every month to the Dr. Pat Show on air and online at TransformationTalkRadio.com.
2: Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's Brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com.
6: What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. (laughs) Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com.
5: Can you keep your lifestyle in retirement? It's a question people often wonder about. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new confident retirement approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Pakman Financial Advisor today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601-108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment and advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Mayor prize Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. As nationally known guests, talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. David, David is joining us. The book, by the way, I just need to say the book again, Seeing Beyond Illusions. And, you know, David, I hope you will come back because I know this is going to be one of the shortest segments we have right here. And I was sharing a little story with you uh, during the break because I started to think about this after reading the book. You know, I started to think about what our journey was like and how our stories changed about the journey. Originally, the story was, oh, technology our programmers are late blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then we had a moment where we realized no our programmers are not late we were really we we had we really were meant to get different programmers Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's a different vision because we're not meant to do this this way and we're meant to do this this way and i shared a little story with you about two weeks ago or so we were get each given a green crystal and we were told hang the crystal so we all did that i never thought of the crystal until yesterday until one of our team members said yes my god uh you know jessica sent out an email the energy is changing and there's so much happening and now this is happening and now there's a different way to do this mm-hmm. and one mm-hmm. of the folks on the team says the crystal it's the crystal <laughs> i i you know I don't know if it was the crystal, the email that we sent out, the programmers or what it is, but I will tell you that we're all kind of on the same page about the energy. What do you make of all of that? Are we are we do we have we perfected the illusion?
1: <laughs> well, uh, you're working in cooperation with the uh, <laughs> the fact that, you know, the outer is um, a, a, is an outpicturing of the inner as the uh, as the ancients told us, you know, as within so without. You know, where mm. is that crystal in truth? Is it out there in your in your dream world, or is it in your mind? You know, it's a construct in the mind, right? It's an experience within. But the crystal itself symbolized giving yourself the permission to accept greater levels of organization and prosperity. So everything, uh, as, as the dream anal- analyst will tell you, everything in a dream is a symbol of something else with a deeper significance that has a direct relationship to you. You can extend that to your experience of the world if you think of the world as a dream, that every experience is a symbol reflecting back to you an inner quality, a lesson, an opportunity, a realization. Again, it comes back to this idea that all I ever experience is myself. Therefore, I can take total responsibility for every experience and how I choose to interpret it. Again, the idea that the world is a dream is very foreign to the dreamer that is caught in the dream. But every once in a while, and most folks will recognize this, you have what's called a lucid dream. And in a lucid dream, all of a sudden you realize in the dream that, hey, I must be dreaming. And if that's so, then I'm in control. And ultimately, I will awaken, and none of this has happened at all. And so a new lightness, a new joy comes into the dream, and it turns into what the Course actually calls a happy dream. So, again, it begins with the recognition that all I experience is myself and what does this truly mean to me. And then we begin to look at our assumptions, our judgments, our decisions about that experience. And we choose joy instead. We choose peace instead. And we come back to the idea of forgiveness. Forgiveness is letting go of the idea that there's really anything wrong here at all. Uh, that mm-hmm. nothing about us has really has fundamentally changed, just because we're having this experience of a world of problems and struggle and duality. That who we truly are is still at safe at home, as it says in the course, dreaming of exile. And when we begin to recognize that in each other, it's very easy to let each other off the hook. You know, so often we look at other people's bad behavior as a it must mean that there's something bad about that person. And yet if that person were a two-year-old again and they were acting out, we would know right away that they're just calling for attention or they need to be fed or they need their diaper changed. It's just a call for love. It's a call for connection. So if we could look at all of our relationships and the behavior of others as either only an expression of love, which is easy to perceive, or a call for love, which is not always so easy to understand, then we would begin to recognize that love is the essential nature of reality. And this true reality that we're striving to uh, internalize, understand, and become is simply love. And love is that is simply the energy of oneness or connection. When I recognize the self in you is the self in me, and there's only one of us here. So this is the healing that's going on on the planet now as we recognize that our differences that we've put so much emphasis on and projected so much blame and pain onto onto the other is really only a symptom of our inner angst around this belief in separation. And if we can bring all of those mega problems, uh, endless problems, back to the one problem that we all share in the belief that this is actually happening and that we are separate and that this universe actually occurred as we believe it did, if we can bring it back to that and correct that within our own minds, we can literally change the world. It's like you put a new roll of film in your projector and the entire picture changes. Oh, my
2: gosh. What a great show. David, thank you so very much for today. Um, And please give out your website again. And then I have one last question. What is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today?
1: Well, I guess I'll come back to what I already said, and that is to contemplate the possibility for each and every one of us that all I experience is myself. And to perhaps take that idea and to sit quietly with it And see what that might mean for you. See what that might mean as far as taking responsibility for your experiences and then seeing the choices that you do have, uh, how to interpret your, your situation, how to see that person, because it really does come back to you. I mean, all the greats have said it. The kingdom of God is within, as within, so without. These aren't just trite sayings. These are keys. These are codes to wake each and every one of us up to the fact that we are the dreamer. We are not caught in the dream.
2: Oh, awesome. Thank you so very, very much uh, for joining me here today. My pleasure. What a great show, everyone. I just want to say to all of you out there, uh, stay tuned. Share.
0: Do you want to transform your life's trauma and challenges into the gift that your life was meant to be? It's time for you to take control of your soul journey to heal, grow, and shine. Manifest your destiny with Wendy Wolf, soul transformer, energy, and psychic healer. To start your soul journey, contact Wendy at healgrowshine.com or email Wendy at wendy at wendyrwolf.com and start your adventure today.
3: Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Biselli is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh, new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of Talk Radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the DrPatshow.com. That's T H-E-D-R
5: patshow.com for listening times in your area. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance.
6: Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's top dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com.
7: Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Make sure to add positive emotions to your counterbalancing thoughts. I know that feeling positive and compassionate towards yourself can be a huge challenge, especially when you're struggling with anxiety. Therefore, it's helpful to imagine that the main source of your negative self-talk is a younger part of your mind which is just playing old tapes and repeating outdated protective programs. You will notice how much easier it is to speak in a calm, reassuring, and comforting way when you visualize addressing an inner child. By counterbalancing your negative thoughts with kindness and compassion, you automatically shift your consciousness and attitude from I am powerless to I'm taking charge.
3: A retreat to open your senses and heal your energy. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy Wolf for amazing Astra allies. April 30th through May 2nd in the beautiful Methow Valley. Open to more of your astral experiences. Learn intentional dreaming and receive astral body healings in this serene setting. This retreat is almost full. To register now or learn more, call 206-931-7356 today.